0: To me, it's not a question that uh, a company, a brand, a a development uh, needs a video. That to me, that's a foregone conclusion, what I'm trying to
1: convince people of is invest heavily in the video. I'm Drew Brenneman, and this is the Rise and Invest podcast. I bought my first two properties as a 19-year-old with my own money that I earned from an online business I started in high school i've now grown my portfolio from that first duplex to hundreds of millions of dollars of investment property my goal with this show is to give you the resource i wanted when i first started out subscribe to our podcast where i break down real life stories tactics strategies and current market information you need to be a successful investor welcome to the podcast everybody with us today is steven caban founder of full bars media a media production company that specializes in creating content for luxury real estate developers, brokers, and property owners. So on this episode, you're going to learn the latest and greatest in cutting edge video marketing, how to determine when to invest in video marketing, generating leads using digital content. And then if you own short-term rentals, hotels, multifamily properties, uh, doing new developments, this, this episode is going to teach you how to get leased up and sell quicker. So welcome. That was a great introduction. You basically hammered <laughs> all the points. <laughs> oh, great! Yeah, and Stephen also uh, shoots and produces the podcast.
0: So we got yeah. so. I, so it's good to be in front of the in front of the camera for once. Yeah, you know, rather than behind. But yeah, no, it's been a pleasure uh, producing your podcast so far, and we got some more stuff on the horizon. So excited to roll that out.
1: But uh, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, sounds good. And just want to remind everybody to leave a, a review or rating for the podcast. Uh, it just takes a second. Actually, like especially if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, you can just scroll to the bottom and click five stars, and just takes like a second, and then you're you're all set. So I'd really appreciate that. We got about 90 reviews on Apple right now, so closing in on 100. So I'd like to get that nice. to 100 as, as quick as we can. But cool. Well, yeah. Thanks again mm-hmm. for being on. What mm-hmm. um maybe let's just kind of hear how you got started in video real quick, and then kind of what the latest and greatest stuff is. Yeah, so i pivoted to video
0: production about five years ago um because i was actually in real estate myself my background is actually in in insurance sales and real estate sales as well and um what i wanted to do is i want to do a lot of high-end marketing for my own business and i couldn't really find any sort of you know service uh, out there on the market that really wanted to execute you know in a, in a cost effective way my vision For what i wanted my website to look like for what i wanted my videos to look like you know videos were taking off on social media and uh i i you know since i had been doing creative stuff my whole life um i decided that i might as well just buy the camera and equipment and get the editing software myself and do it for myself Uh, so that's how it all started and then a lot of friends started seeing what i was doing and they started asking me to do stuff for their businesses and uh it just kind of snowballed into to something that you know i decided that i can i can do this full time um because at that point i realized that the real deficit in the marketplace in real estate and financial services and so on is the media right is the media right there's no lack of you know real estate agents and loan officers and and stuff like that Um, but there is a lack of you know content creators and i think you know the industry is changing to the point where you need to be seen, um, you need to look good, you need to look authoritative, and that's how I decided I'm gonna help brands um, in my company is focus on video production, right? So yeah, that's that's how I got started.
1: Nice, yeah, and I had, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, learned about you where I saw another podcast that uh, it was, it looked better than any podcast I saw <laughs> shot. Uh, so this this guy on YouTube, yeah. this loan officer, and that was um, like, let me figure out who shot this. Yeah. and. Um, and then I did and mm-hmm. reached out and yeah, I really liked that you had, uh, already a real estate background. Yeah. Cause one thing that is, um, is, is nice if you're editing something, whether it's a podcast or just any sort of like you, you understand what's going on, where if it was just pure, uh, like a, a general marketing person, let's yeah. say where they don't know, uh, right. what term you're talking about or, yeah. um, so that, that really drew me to yeah, yeah
0: so. no I, I appreciate that and I, I think that's the real distinction to make i think if you're a company if you're an individual or a company looking to hire a videographer or a video production company is that there's a difference between a videographer and a producer right and a videographer is basically someone with a camera who shows up and hits record but oftentimes you need much, something much more than a videographer you need someone who has more of a producer's mindset who sees the big picture who knows who you are who's going to analyze who's your audience how to get you know all these pieces together what the final vision is going to look like and and execute on that vision you know what i'm saying so yeah i think my background in real estate puts me in a unique position because i've had to generate leads for my own business I've had to do all the research and figure out what the best practices are for, you know, formatting this content so that the end user, the buyer, the, the, the renter, whoever, whoever you're targeting, that is very relevant to, to, to what they're looking for. And uh, yeah, we can talk more about projects I've been involved in with, you know, that have generated a positive ROI. Because at the end of the day, you know, looking good is great. Sounding good is great. But if it doesn't generate business for you, Right. What's the
1: point? So then uh, for property investors or developers like why should they be uh you know focused on video marketing or what uh what would you tell them if they haven't been thinking about that as much?
0: Well, I mean in order to get buyers in order to get renters you, you need you need their eyeballs. You need their eyeballs first. That's that's the where that's where the interaction begins. So the question to you is how are you going to get more eyeballs and how are you going to convert those eyeballs into, you know, people signing a lease. And I think that's the biggest the biggest question. And it's it's important. Marketing is so important because, you know, if you're going to spend millions, tens of millions, sometimes hundreds of millions of dollars developing, you know, a luxury residence, you know, a multifamily uh, complex and you underinvest on the marketing, you're, you're kind of you're missing out on a big opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So I think the benefit you know, I've I've seen I've seen investors, you know, uh, developers, uh, build out showrooms and hire sales staff and, and leasing agents and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that those aren't necessary. You know, they are. But think of all the ways that you can scale and leverage. You know, your marketing and sales. You know, from a, from from a marketing and sales standpoint. Um, and one of those things is video. Because if I were to ask you. You know what it would cost to hire a full-time salesperson 365 days a year 24 hours in a day that to have that salesperson pitch your business to hundreds of people every day how much would that cost you right mm-hmm. a salesperson minimum you're gonna have to pay 60 75 000, you know base salary and commission and so on um a video basically accomplishes that at a fraction of the cost. So it's not that, you know, to me it's not a question that uh, a a company, a brand, a a development uh, needs a video. That to me that's a foregone conclusion. What I'm trying to convince people of is invest heavily in the video. Make sure that it's so meticulously, you know, thought out and planned and the production quality is high so that you defend your list price, you know, and it's shareable and it gets you more eyeballs. And people look at it and say, wow, that that looks expensive. Let me let me see what let me hit them up and see what it actually costs. Right. right. That's important.
1: Yeah, to yeah. spend like a million dollars on a sales uh, studio oh, yeah. and model unit and then uh, two thousand dollars on a video doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like you need to have like good, good 24 uh, seven assets.
0: Absolutely. And then, you know, we can dive into this more, but uh, I just want to throw in there like showing people in the space. How do people use the space? You have to show that, right? Because just showing shots of, you know, the kitchen and the finishes, you know, yeah, that's that's a must have. But, you know, what kind of demographic are you really targeting? I know in real estate, you can't really um, you can't really steer people in that sense, certain demographics. And and that's uh, understandable. But, you know, if you're a luxury
1: product, you need to look like a luxury product. Yeah, you at least should have people at the pool who are like wearing nice clothes or like not um, just like a a totally empty property. Living out
0: their best life, you know, doing, you know, living a green life, you know, a healthy life, you know, uh, you know, exercising, wearing their best clothes, you know, like having having disposable income and free time and, and being able to, you know, invite people over and, you know, it's just... You know you're not, you're not selling you know square footage and, and, and bricks and mortar. You're, you're selling a lifestyle and an experience, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So when I, when I market luxury properties, I don't really look to I don't really look at any other real estate companies for inspiration. I look at luxury brands. I look at apparel, you know beverage, even beverage companies like you know like
1: that look, look at what they're yeah. doing and replicate that. you know So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. where you want to you know see them pull up in a nice car but not like a, a joke like you've got to pull up in a ferrari to your right, right, thing because right. everybody does that on their renderings like we're proposing this apartment building yeah and then there's like a you know like a bugatti parked outside and you're like <laughs> <"I don't>, okay <laughs> got it yeah. yeah so well then what kind of actual let's say like assets can people create so you obviously there's just mm. you know you're kind of you have video just uh where it's mm. more of like a, a lifestyle video then let's say you'd recommend and then not having the property be empty, like let's just not shoot this thing with a blank pool with no one at it and uh, an empty lobby, like let's have it look more like a, I mean, to me it seems sounds like a, mm-hmm. almost what you think like a hotel video would be, because obviously right. there'd be people there. So do something like that for everything, but then what um, What other things can people make for their, their, their projects, their real estate assets?
0: Um, so existing assets or things that are under construction let's
1: just say either let's just because yeah. it's more than there's more than just your basic yeah, uh, or it's not basic but so like maybe why don't you tell me but like number one you need to have uh mm-hmm. uh this like a, a video for it that's more of like a lifestyle video mm-hmm. and then well yeah i mean I would, I would even go farther back i would say you know
0: think think of your marketing and sales as a funnel right you have your top of the funnel assets that's pe- the first contact you'll ever make with a potential renter, right? And that that usually starts as, you know, a form of advertising, a billboard, a social media ad, you know, a, a flyer, that sort of thing. So when you start to look at those assets, then you start to 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 realize that you need very good visuals to capture people's attention. And that can come in the form of drone videos of the property, some sort of exposition and storytelling to say like, hey, if you are if you're working in this area, then this is ideal for you. This is located by all the commercial areas in this area, in this neighborhood and so on. Right. So telling the story through your marketing and then obviously the next step becomes they're going to they're going to want to inquire and see more, which they land on your website. So naturally, your website is something that needs to be highly polished. With a lot of visual assets a brand video lifestyle video photography of model units that are staged you know i think that's super important is showing staged uh units um i don't know why people want to market empty spaces and i'm talking to a lot of you know real estate agents when i say this and i understand that for realtors because i was a realtor myself it's hard to convince clients to stage to 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 go through the expense of staging a property um, but it really activates the space and the feedback that I get a lot of, from a lot of people just doing photography and video is that people feel photography is kind of deceptive. They don't trust it. They want to go and visit the property on their own, right? Another, another uh, asset that you can include is VR scans, so digital doubles as they call them. Matterport is probably the most popular brand uh, in, in delivering this. Whereas on, a, on, a, on, a, on any web-enabled device, a phone or a laptop, you can go in and you can interactively tour a property, take me- accurate measurements, see the, see the floor plan in real time. And you know, it really depends on what your brand is, right? Now, when it comes to Matterport, I like to say that Matterport is kind of like wearing white, you know, because you see everything. So unless you're confident wearing white, you know you're in shape and you want to you're confident wearing white then do the matterport because it shows everything yeah okay but if you've had you know 15 too many burgers that month you probably don't want to wear white you probably don't want to you know use a matterport for your marketing does that make sense yeah cuz yeah. i mean
1: matterport you got the dollhouse view you can go in and zoom exactly. into the pick of the bedroom actually this is kind of small and then yeah. where now you don't have it in the best light where you're saying you can yeah. make some, maybe that's a little more control of a walkthrough. Exactly. So and then you mentioned earlier, kind of like the lifestyle video,
0: what we do for a lot of clients and actually, if anyone watching this, this video on YouTube, we'll throw some visuals up as examples, but, um, we film a lot of, uh, lifestyle cinematics for, uh, apartment complexes because the real selling point these days, as you, as you probably already know, is that common spaces work from home spaces, uh, amenities is kind of the big the big ticket right now right showing showing electric car chargers in the garage showing um the pool area and all the uh, all the fitness centers and the the salons and the you know the saunas everything you have to show that stuff you have to show people you know uh, happy attractive people enjoying these spaces um and that's something that is is really is really social media is driving a lot of that lot of demand for these kinds of videos right what are the most viral things that you see on social media as people enjoying themselves on vacation it's like hey right. check out this hidden gem stuff like that right so you want to sort of bring that same energy to your marketing and furthermore social media is another avenue to get more eyeballs on your property as well, right? Because a lot of a lot of luxury luxury properties are now um, creating a community, you know, online, and getting a lot of you know residents to post and and stuff like that, and tag the building, and all of that just creates a network effect that brings more eyeballs to your to your property, right? right? So. I've seen in the industry, even properties, um, you know, I'm talking about large, you know, in Chicago, a lot of large multi-units, you know, under 200 unit buildings where they're collaborating with uh, influencers, social yeah. media influencers. Like, hey, come to, come to our property, throw a party in our amenity space, tag our building, you know what I'm saying, tour our model units. Yeah. And they get a ton of traction that way. And I know firsthand because, you know, I, I produce a, a YouTube channel that's strictly geared towards luxury rentals in Chicago. And we generate, you know, close, we've, over the past couple of years, we've generated you know about a thousand leads that convert, you know, for a lot of these buildings. So there's a there's a whole world of opportunity and kind of like, you know, and anyway, obviously anyone who's interested in learning more about the nitty gritty can 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 contact me. But, um, yeah, does that, does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. Where it's really yeah.
1: not just we need to make like a, a, uh, yeah. a lifestyle video. There's a whole strategy in what needs to be in the video, right. what the website looks like. It's a strategy.
0: And that's, that's kind of the key word is, you know, as they say, content is king, right? But promotion is queen, right? Uh, I know some clients come to me and they want to produce a really high-end you know brand video, um, but there's no promotion behind it. They don't know where to post it. They don't know how to run an ad. They don't know how to, you know, they don't know how to get traction. Um, so what I would say is have a strategy. Is how, how, is, how are you gonna actually get those eyeballs? You know, um, where does that video fit in your funnel that we mentioned earlier? Is it a short 10 second social media ad that's gonna drive um, traffic to the website, right? Cause posting a two, three minute cinematic lifestyle video on TikTok is probably not gonna fly but it's a great idea to have on your website, because if someone's going to your website, they're more intentional, they want more information, right And I think on the subject of strategy, and this goes for pretty much any company, but specifically I have this conversation with a lot of realtors who want to generate leads, you know commercial brokers, um, even in, you know investment companies like your like yourself, financial services and whatnot, is that there's really broadly speaking there's two forms of digital marketing there's uh demand fulfillment and demand generation right so demand fulfillment is someone is actively looking for your product or service they're going into a a google or youtube and searching with keywords that specific information now those people are more willing to take in and watch long-form content 10 20 30 40 minute videos even you know what i'm saying and youtube is the biggest search engine after google So the kind of videos that you post on your YouTube is very, very different from the kind of videos you post on social media, right? Because social media is demand generation. Demand generation is I wasn't even thinking about, you know, renting an apartment until I saw your ad. And then I realized, Hey, my lease is up in three months. Maybe I should check that out. That's the effect you want to have on social media. If you're, if you know, if you're, you know, a rental property or, you know, you're selling real estate or whatnot is, take a different approach for demand fulfillment, a different approach for demand generation, right? You can't post that three minute, you know, brand video you did for your website on social media, right? You got to do something more bite-sized, something 10 seconds. Something that says, hey, look at this, you know, three bedroom penthouse in, you know, Lincoln Park. Right. That's the kind of content that you want. Um, it's so got to start very fast. What's <laughs> It's got to start very fast. It's got to start fast. It's got to be to the point. You know, it's got to have, you got to tell me the story in two seconds. Right. Because right. yeah. it really starts with a story. And I can say that, you know, for all those people investing in video production marketing and social media now, your best results isn't going to be in production quality. Like you don't need to hire me to, to shoot something very Hollywood looking is if you have a story that you know people can grasp in the first couple seconds that's going to take you way 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 farther than than anything you do right than all the lights and the you know that the the you know the the professional editing and, and whatnot
1: right yeah and it's it mm-hmm. seems like and I'd be curious to get your opinions on to that point like if it's for let's say social media and we're trying to do the demand generation it's really more like the content quality, like right. just what you're saying yeah. and production quality. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah,
0: no, it's, it's the, it's really the content. It's, it's the story, right? Cause
1: yeah, a lot yeah. of the people I follow, it's like they, yeah. uh, it's like other real estate folks and they're just shooting it on their phone or like, they yeah. would like post it up on their desk. Like, here's what I'm doing right now. And yeah. then like, there's no, there's zero production quality it's not even on the good camera mm-hmm. on their iphone it's on the front facing yeah. one. you know but it's like yeah. they're they like i'm in it i can tell they're smart and i like yeah. uh listen to this where you know if it could be produced amazingly but if it's like a super basic tip like yeah. i don't care
0: and another thing is like you know even though i'm a big advocate of like doing high-end you know high production quality videos and it has its place on social media you know you also people also don't like people recognize smoke and mirrors when they when they see it if something looks too good yeah it might get their yeah it's going to get their attention yeah it's going to you know make your brand high value but they're not going to be in, as engaged with it as like some sort of some sort of like a campy video shot on an iPhone because there is an aspect of voyeurism they want to see what real people are doing in the real world you know what i'm saying yeah. and get the behind the scenes you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, and it seems like people yeah. engage like on Instagram almost more with the stories than the actual post. Like they don't need, yeah. they don't want to see a edited photo. They want to yeah. see you like going to the whatever, walking to the gym or whatever people are just doing on the day to day. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I, I think in, in particular that that works really well for luxury properties as well. So showing a typical resident, you know, having them shoot a little video of them at in the pool area enjoying a nice hot, you know, July summer, summer day that stuff is going to, is going to work too. That's, that's something, that's an opportunity that shouldn't be passed up either. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think, um, you yeah. know, I, I think that's what yeah, you said for I, that.
1: Th- I think what would be good to do then. So let's say, you know, for our investor audience, let's say you're a developer listening or watching, like, the, let's say, what do you specifically recommend though? So what I heard was your website's got to be, got to be great. It's got to include mm. video. Um, cause just why don't you just take me through basically yeah. everything we'd, we'd want to make for that yeah. new development. Yeah. I mean, everything
0: that you need is going to have to be, you're going to have to, again, you're gonna have to treat it as a funnel. And what we do typically is when I engage with a client is let's get all the assets that you need from the top of the funnel to the bottom of the funnel. Right. And what I mean by that is top of the funnel is going to be, um, short clips, very high end cinematic clips of, your lifestyle video so we'll, we'll shoot like a full day cinematic with like models or actors right acting out various scenes living at this apartment complex right so we did one recently for an apartment complex out in Arden, out in uh, warrenville here in, in illinois and we had models acting out scenes where you know they're getting they're they're rising in a in a model unit right they're kind of enjoying their your, their dining room. They're going down to the gym to get their morning workout on the Peloton, right? They're going to the sauna. They're going to you know the grilling station where they meet their friends and their neighbors and stuff like that. They're using the dog run out in the back. They're walking by the pond. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So all that all that content gets chopped up into, into various um, you know pieces of, of either social media posts or advertising, what have you. It becomes a brand video on your website. It becomes your ad for YouTube and social media, the photography that's taken alongside with it, same story, right? Um, and I think your building needs to have an identity, right? If it's just, you know, uh, building a, you know, you know, one, two, three, you know, Lincoln Avenue, you know, sure. But what if, what if you gave it an identity, gave it a brand, gave it a name, you know, how far would that get you, right? Now you're more recognizable. If you are the biggest apartment complex in, in the neighborhood, in the town, you probably want to consider having a name because now all the businesses and all the shops and all the, you know, all the locals are going to recognize you. They're going to know that name, right? right? I think that's important, you know, rather than, you know,
1: one, two, three Clark Street. Yeah. You know yeah the address you know. the address as the name became really popular, yeah like where that was every building was doing that well, for look a while.
0: look at look at what they're doing now is they're taking the cross streets, yeah right, and it's like uh noca, yeah right? it was that northern California yeah. right? or Mika, right milwaukee and, and California, yeah you know stuff like that we're yeah. running
1: out of like fresh words almost for names, right you know, we just right. re- renamed our company and we're like this is mm-hmm. it's hard to it's find an open word right it's getting uh yeah crazy or then yeah if you um at least with apartment buildings it's like mm-hmm. is that in your city you know right. so than that um but yeah that because we've been renaming all the properties we mm-hmm. we buy to like more modern and fresh yeah names like our arizona property we bought sonoma village rebranded it the quinn uh 20 at huntington rebranded mm-hmm. moda tempe yeah uh one was called Villa nicole changed that to echo tempe like just more mm-hmm. yeah um it's yeah. funny; they're because all kind now, of similar, because, so we get them confused. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny where we're like, "Which yeah. is which?" But
0: but now, but it, it it makes it it refreshes the building; it makes it new. Yeah. Now, when you launch a campaign, it's like, "Oh, I've never seen this before." You know. Yeah, I think that's important. That's why restaurants rebrand and 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 all these other companies rebrand is they just they want a new, a new ad bat where they can show the world like, "Hey, this is actually what we're really about." Right? Yeah, um, that's important. So yeah, and I think that's that's for that's for properties that are already built. Now, a lot of people think that, you know, uh, that has to start when the property is complete, because, you know, there's also a lot of opportunities to do marketing for projects that haven't, that are either under construction or haven't even broke ground yet. And that's when we get into the realm of virtual reality. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, or do you? Do you yeah, have, uh,
1: let's let's hit let's get to that. I yeah. I think I'd be curious on the 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 answer you just gave though. Like mm-hmm. to think of it as more deliverables before we jump to right VR. Like so then you get because what I got was you got to get and you got to basically spend a day shooting enough yeah. content where you're. But the deliver because as the as the client, I'm thinking what right. am I actually getting? So I'm getting a lifestyle right. video, right? Getting social short clips or already just pre-made social posts so when i want to run my ad it's not like a static photo of the building uh, or rendering it's a it's actual it's like a yeah the shot when the the people at the pool jumped in the pool right you know it's like poof this is the ad exactly and you know what comes after
0: that and once you have all those deliverables those assets you need to start thinking about kind of how you're gonna get the eyeballs so running ads on youtube using some form of targeting, um, where you're targeting the right, you know, audience for that. You know, if you're, if you're a property in, uh, you know, Arizona, you don't want to be running ads in, you know, in Georgia, you know, so be, be conscientious of that. And if you do work with an ad agency, make sure you always get to double check the work. You always got to double check the work. So having access to the analytics is important. So, the topic of, mar- of um, marketing attribution. So, being able to trace where uh, a lead, a renter, uh, a buyer came from, like which campaign, which ad, which video, which ad campaign, did this person click through to land on our website and sign up the form? If you can attribute, you know, all of your traffic in that in that way, then your scalability. Yeah. increases because now now you know down. now you know how to double down and what works and what doesn't so there really is no shortcut for that it really takes a lot of experimentation you know running you know dozens and dozens of ads and looking at the analytics um because i'll tell you there's a lot of clients that come to us wanting to do advertising but they they just want to put in like 500 bucks a month they just want to put in a thousand fifteen hundred bucks a month. And if you want the information fast, if if there's a sense of urgency, you need to rent out that building or sell out that building, you need a plan for, you know, a very hefty upfront investment to push enough advertising to get enough data and analytics to make decisions moving forward. There is no like, oh, I'll start out with 500 bucks and if something, you know, if something, you know, clicks, then I'll dial it up more it doesn't really happen that way. It sounds nice in theory and truth. That's how a lot of these, uh, Google and Facebook, that's how they reel you in on this belief that you can just start with like five bucks and scale it up and become a Mm multi-billionaire. The reality is, is that you need to really allocate a big upfront investment to make
1: online advertising a, a success. Right, and then you and then you dial it back is what you're thinking. Yeah, and then you dial okay. it back, and then well, you dial it back because so you
0: need that because you're you're in you're in data yourself and in investments. You need all the data up front. Like you're not gonna just roll the dice and be like, yeah, oh, maybe I'll buy one house in this area, and if you know, and if it pans out, then I'll go and I'll buy that 50 unit building. That's that, that's that's not a strategy okay. for success. Yeah, you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, so yeah. then let's say you're doing a new development in Chicago. So these right, this is uh you know, a 50 plus million dollar deal, probably that you're making the video assets for what to like actually get the ball rolling on, let's say Google or Facebook and these places with marketing how much are people needing to spend up front? Would you say like, I think, I think the first,
0: I think the first question is, is how much is a, is a customer worth to you? And how much you're willing to pay to get that customer? Cause you have to factor any business has to factor in the cost of customer acquisition you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so and be realistic about it you know i get some people who are like all right what can you do with you know 1500 bucks you know a month and i would like what do you want to buy do you want to you want someone to buy a two million dollar condo for 1500 like do you think that's that's all it takes you know what i'm saying yeah you know it's you know don't get me wrong like there's 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 ways to you know the the mls is a is a a huge resource, a big value that's been built up for decades. And you know, that resource is there for real estate agents to get buyers in a very efficient way. But once you step outside of that, what's the real cost of customer acquisition, right? When you take, when you, you know, when you run an ad, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If
1: you're a realtor, like you can yeah. get both sides of the commission. What's that worth to you? Which would be yeah. a lot.
0: If, even if it's like, if you're a 200, 150 unit building, say, right. And you're charging, uh, you know 20 2500 a month rent your luxury property um a, a 12 a 12 month lease is gonna is gonna get you you know 30 grand in revenue so you have 200 units you not if you're not willing to spend you know 30 grand to run a to run an ad campaign to figure out what works is that a is that is that a is that a great decision that i don't think so i want to know from the onset, what is going to bring me tenants, renters on a consistent basis, you know, upfront? Because think of the, think of the the opportunity cost of not doing that. Right. Things are not moving. If, if I have to spend 30 grand to get, you know, one client that I wouldn't have otherwise, then at least I'll have made my money back. I I understand there's other costs. I understand there's other costs associated with that. You can do the math, but what I'm saying is that what is a customer worth to you and then come up with a realistic ad budget, you know what I'm saying, and and take it seriously. There's a lot of people, you know, peddling services for ad management that'll try to reel you in for like 500 bucks, for a thousand bucks a month. And it's all, it, it's all, it's, it's low value. It's low value. What I recommend companies do, especially large developers, is have a unit of people who really marketing people who really know digital advertising. And they're gonna they're gonna be able to take, you know, for a new for a new property, a new high rise uh, rental building, you know, let's have hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars, and let's let's have a, a, a big pool of different advertising on various platforms, run experiments, see what's actually generating website traffic and conversions, um, to, through the website, you know what I'm saying? And surprisingly from, from what I've learned in the industry is a lot of companies aren't even doing that. Right. Um, so you have to really work with your property manager, uh, to, to do an, to run an effective campaign. And, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you, uh, um, some property managers do a really good job. But others don't, you know, others don't, others don't have a functioning, you know, website. They're just putting the listing of the apartments on apartments.com and calling it a day, you know? Um, so yeah, I think that's where the real, the real issue in the, in the industry is, is that, you know, drawing the distinction between, you know, the quick and easy social media stuff, like just doing a post and, you know, and that, and actually taking it seriously and running an actual ad campaign that's scalable. Um, and it's going to, Continue to gener- generate new opportunities for for many many years to come. Because for a rental building, the challenge is you have to fill two you know for a two hundred unit building, you need to get two hundred leases every year. Right. So it's an ongoing, recurring effort that needs to that needs to take place. You might have really high retention, which is great, but you always need to be get new get new feet in the yeah. Inventory. I knew what you meant. Even yeah. if it's
1: a two hundred unit, you're probably right. going to need to be signing between eighty right. and hundred. Yeah. 20 leases right but yeah that no that makes sense and yeah even if sure like a, a year of rent yeah. is uh one way to think about it but probably also yeah. way like a lot of owners would think about it is like yeah but 200 units to rent out yeah um in
0: the same way that did, you have a, a model unit like some some large uh complexes might have a model unit and that's they've already wrote that off as a cost right you know so in the same way you would do that for a model unit treat that you know for your your digital marketing as well you know, shoot a new high-end, uh, you know, brand video with a bunch of clips that you can push out on advertising. You know, set aside thirty, fifty thousand dollars a year for that.
1: Right, know? and the way they think of it is, if a couple of these could rent quicker, yeah. Now that's in this three thousand a month. There's you know three, six, nine, twelve thousand. I wasn't yeah. gonna have, so that's paying for my marketing back, and then maybe more of those didn't have brokers. Yeah. Because uh, so there's a lot of these buildings, they'll hire uh, like a a rental agency to yeah. lease up the whole building or even keep them on after they're leased up so then if some of those people just come in directly off the ad yeah now i'm saving money in commissions and vacancy so
0: and it's supply and demand right so like you know if you're a rent if you're a rental property and uh you're completely leased up then you know your your prices are going to reflect that you know if you're hurting if you're extremely vacant and you have to offer concessions and you have to offer you know big broker commissions to to get you know Factor in all those costs. Like think of think of you know th- think of all that money that you're you're outputting just to just to put out fires rather than have a uh, to, to to be inundated with potential renters and and and, and so on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um You know, I've 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 seen that. I've been in I've been in you know 50 plus rental buildings here in Chicago and hear the same hear the same story. You know what I'm saying? This building's hurting. Well, this this building is completely leased up and you know they're hard to get an appointment with, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And then a year later that same building that was completely leased up is now at, you know, 85% and now they're now they're in panic mode. Yeah, you know they what I'm took saying? their foot
1: off the gas yeah. and didn't spend any money on right. Uh, yeah. marketing or anything for a year. Right. Yeah, so then okay, it, new new development and existing assets and we need to get the the lifestyle video we need and then cut that up for social cuz then you have social posts, you have clips already to go for the ads. And then who, um, and then obviously all the regular, just sort of normal photos and look like print type stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you're doing new development, you can also do virtual reality. Mm-hmm. So let's get into that. So virtual reality
0: is a big one that's starting to take over. Um, a lot of people don't quite understand what VR is. They don't, you we're hearing a lot about metaverse and stuff like that, but no one really has, has their kind of like a full understanding of what it means. They think it's like, Oh, buying, you know, virtual real estate, like um, that's not what it's about, right? So everyone know like everyone who's who's you know had to sell or lease a new development that is not at completion has probably had to do use renderings. And everyone knows what renderings is, right? You take your architectural drawings, you add materials, you add lighting, you add staging, and you create a pretty photorealistic um, you know, imagination, a visualization of that finished property, right? So what real what VR is is real-time rendering. So real-time rendering is the technology that enables a virtual reality. It's allows you to actually interact with a space like a video game almost in real time, right? So when it comes to real time, the the platform of choice for us is going to be an Unreal it's going to be Unreal Engine. It's called which is really big in the architectural visualization field. Because what you can do now is you can give the, the, the viewer, the user, an interactive experience where they can walk through the property, they can take real measurements, they can make changes to the materials, they can see what, they can walk over to the southeast corner and see what that view looks like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's, and with, with real-time visualization, you can actually create a bunch of different assets similar to the ones we mentioned earlier. You can create videos, right? You can have a user go online and walk through the space and take their own renderings and photos and send them to their, you know, their friends and family, right? You can create an interactive display uh, in a showroom, so you can, you know, and anyone who's, you know, who's watching, you know, will we'll show some examples of this on the screen. Um, but basically, the ability to bring in a client to a showroom and say, like, rather than showing like a model unit. Or a model kitchen, right? With no view or anything. with no view or anything like that, we can give a much more photorealistic interactive experience for for a buyer, and that's really what it what it comes down to at the end of the day is giving um, people the confidence to make a purchasing decision before the building is even complete, right? And it kind of plays into what we talked about earlier with having a high end brand and making sure everything's on point. Is that the more professional it looks? the more well presented it is, the more it defends your list price, the, the, more, value, the, more, the more value you're, you're really presenting to, to the buyer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we'll have, we have experiences where it's an interactive display with cinematic video, even lifestyle footage, even with real people, um, fly throughs of the exterior of the property, fly throughs of the interior, model units and amenities, you know what I'm saying? that's rich visual information that's going to get people's attention, right? Rather than just waiting for the project to complete, you know, you could have had a you could have had a a few, you know, a few buyers in hand. You could have had, you know, a dozen a dozen renters, uh, you know, pre-lease.
1: Yeah, or I mean a lot of new developments, they need to have a lot of units sold to get financing. Yeah. You know, the the every lender basically got burned in 2008 and nine, financing things that were gonna be built with basically no sales and then no sales ever happening. So now they require a big amount of pre-sales and everyone, right, they're just, they got their, uh, and the thing is that that little model building that the architects make, Yeah, those are so expensive. I don't, it's like, it's wild. Um, those are really, cause it's like having your, it's like you're having an architect build you this thing and it's like, yes to scale. But I've, I've heard those things. Some of them cost like a 50 to a hundred grand and like that. Um, and you're, you're not, it's,
0: it's, it's, you know, I like those models. I love them. I, I, you know, but you know, you're not buying a a, a building at the end of the day. Most people are buying a condo. They're renting a, a unit. Right. right. So focus on the experience of, you know, that of, a, of, of of the unit and not so much on the exterior of the building. Um, cause I've seen, I've seen, you know, uh, showrooms where they just have floor plans or there isn't even any renderings at all. You know what I'm saying? So that's now, hard, no? now you're putting the onus on the buyer and on the renter to use their imagination and what this is going to look like. I mean, that's, That's wrong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And if yeah, if you can speed up the time to Mm -hmm. lease or sell, I mean, that's saving you so much money in vacancy or interest or whatever. uh, You're all these carrying costs. So like that's that's extremely valuable. Right. So, long story short is that
0: you know rather than having just renderings or just floor plans or just that model thing in the showroom, everything is going to be online. Everything is going to be interactive, and real time. Um, it's it's currently that way. They're currently, the technology exists to have hundreds of participants in a visualization of the space where they can walk around and tour a property completely virtually and guided with uh, uh, essentially a, an agent. right? So where this is going is that in our lifetime, I believe that all pre-construction sales and leasing is going to happen in a metaverse. And what I mean by that is that There's going to be an experience that you're going to log into, just like if anyone's ever played like a a role playing, you know, online game Mm -hmm. where they log in and there's suddenly hundreds of other users that are on in the same environment. You're going to go into a metaverse of, say, Chicago, right, or a Phoenix, and you're going to be able to tour properties that haven't even been constructed, you know, constructed yet. You're going to be able to go there. You're going to be able to go in the elevator through the lobby up to, you know, the model units that are available that are for sale and see it with your very own eyes. Right. And that's going to be your buying experience uh, in the future.
1: And the the reason it's called real time is there the other uh, let's say you're going to go. You could go see it with a sales agent. Let's say it's uh, something that's being sold and you're you're in Chicago. The sales agent could be just in their in their house in the suburbs, but we're meeting up. Yeah, in this uh, in the metaverse yep. and walking this property.
0: Yep, absolutely. And I think, I think from uh, I think I'm, I'm speaking specifically about sales and marketing here um, to, to to those watching is that VR assets like what I just described, but also the Matterport that we talked about earlier, like the like the digital doubles, the VR stuff. I believe that that should be in, a, in an experience that's behind a wall that someone has to sign up and, and have a guided tour with a salesperson, right? Because you need someone to convert that, that, that tour into an actual lease, into an actual buyer, right? And you need a human to do that. If you just show everything, um, people are going to get overwhelmed and they need, they need a, someone to hold their hand. So right now the technology exists to do a video conference inside of a, a Matterport a 3D model so i can me as a sales agent i can send someone an invite just like a regular zoom invite and i can tour in a very photorealistic way um, with a buyer i can tour the property completely virtually and i not not only that but i can jump to multiple different model units in the same experience in the same session right so think of the think think of the amount of time it takes for say a leasing agent at a property to tour um a, a prospect right to tour them through the meant to schedule the schedule, the showing, meet them in the lobby, bring them up, get their information, uh, take them to the amenities, take them to like, you know, five different, you know, floor plans and so on. That takes pretty much all day. Yeah. I ta- well, it takes like, a, I know tours I've been on takes hours, right? So one you're paying one leasing agent, a full-time salary to tour, you know, four people in a day, right? If you cut that down to 20 minutes, because remember it's all virtual, So they log on to their computer. Since the model, the 3D model is hosted on their browser, it's a very high fidelity model that they also that they tour with you, and you can guide the experience, and you can switch the model in real time. So not only can you jump to multiple different spaces in one experience, you can jump to different buildings even. If you have a property, you know that's you know half a mile down. i go to show that one now. We're not going to drive there, but in in two seconds, I can I can take you there you know, on my, you know, in this, and this is available today. Yeah, it's a, it's a product that we offer. Uh, we partner with um, a technology firm that can actually deliver a video conference experience inside of a inside of a 3d model viewer, right? So that enables like a leasing agent to tour many different properties, photorealistic in real time, and have that face to face interaction with a client.
1: Nice. Right? So and for that do they need they don't need a vr headset this is a, no, just on your monitor it's on, like your, monitor, it's on your
0: computer okay. yeah i love vr headsets i think it's a cool experience but not enough people have it yet it hasn't been adopted yet so like it, and we've we've created vr experiences oculus for example mm-hmm. um for real estate for our, our, our architectural visualization but realistically how many people are you going to get in your showroom Putting on a headset, right? Well, that's it's actually not. what I
1: thought you were talking about. So then, to clarify that, like, mm-hmm. when are you wearing a headset? When you're not, like, you have the real time rendering. I'm going to go meet up with the sales agent. I assume that was either I have a headset by now, or I'm in the showroom and we're not we're not looking at this this uh, building model and just chatting. Now we're both wearing headsets. I don't think that I don't think
0: that the technology is is uh, adopted. Uh, well enough I don't think people are comfortable with VR headsets to the point where I think it'll help you with a lease or a sale I think it's cool Uh, there's there's use cases there's applications for it for sure but I'm I'm attacking things strictly from sales and marketing standpoint I only want to produce assets that are going to convert that are going to give a potential buyer the the confidence to make a purchasing decision and you have to think about you know, if, you, if someone has never wore a VR headset before, do you want their first experience to be in your showroom? Probably not. I, I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why me personally, as, as if I were to build out a showroom um, for, for a client, I would not have a VR headset. Because there's just not enough people that have used it yet.
1: What are they looking at then? It's your your TV, your it's monitor? A, it's
0: an interactive display. It's like a 55 inch display. Got it. And we have one that's in our studio for that anyone who wants to come and, and, have, and, and demo these experiences, we have that. But what it is is an interactive display and people are comfortable enough with touch screens. Everyone is, yeah. they, they, their phone's a touch screen, right? So big 55 inch display where they can actually, with their finger, they can move around Damn. the property, tour the property, um, take measurements, take photos, you know, send emails, you know, if they like the bathroom, they can take a picture, send it to their, you know, to their friends and family, um, make changes to the finishes, look at different elevations, right? So we have the functionality where a user can press a button and they can, it, the view changes from the, the 18th floor to the, you know, the, the 12th floor, right? In real time, Yeah. right? So all the all the objections that, you know, a salesperson or a real estate agent leasing agent would have, um, can be addressed on the spot in real time. Yeah. Like, Oh, well I need, I need to know what the bathroom looks like. I need to know what the bathroom looks like from that corner. I need to know what the, you know, I need to know this. Well, it's, it's all there. So rather than just showing a still rendering and having to wait uh, a day to get a rendering back from our, from our architect, the whole unit has been built out already so it can be toured in real time. So all the objections that you might run into, like, oh, I don't know if this, is, this space is big enough for my sectional, that, that gets squashed. Because yes. now, because they can walk the space and they can take measurements in real time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Plus the stuff, views. Yeah. I think in a place yeah. like Chicago, that's huge, where now mm-hmm. you'd have the view figured out you'd go pre-shoot that with a drone or whatever and you have every view right where we're not just guessing like am I looking into the building next to me or the trees or do I got a lake view, what do do I got? And that would, you'd already have it when you clicked on the unit.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, you know, I think with the the technology that I described earlier, the real time rendering is getting to the point where there's a lot of people around the world adopting it. There's a lot of people who can leverage the technology and create these experiences. And it doesn't have to break the bank anymore either. So even, you know, I, I'm talking, you know, we were talking previously about, you know, high rise buildings, but even small buildings, even mid rise, even like, you know, th- three, four unit buildings can leverage this as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, we, have a, we have a product for everything pretty much.
1: And how would a smaller billion leverage this? What would you, what would they do? We would, we would visualize the interior.
0: We'd visualize the interior. So what I would do if, if you have a lot, that you're gonna break ground on, right? A new, new condo building, a new rental building, what have you. You have a marketing opportunity. You can, you have a lead generating opportunity there. You can put a QR code out on front and that just says live here. That QR code, when people scan it, when they drive by, it goes to the website. And that website has the cinematic video that's all done virtually. It has the panoramic tour that they can, they can use interactively on their phone so they can tour the actual units. They can see all the renderings. They can contact you. There's, there's cookies on the browser. You can do re- follow up with remarketing. You can th- throw ads on their social media accounts. There's all this opportunity to generate leads um, on something that hasn't even broke ground yet. You know what I'm saying? Like you can handle all of your branding and marketing before you even break ground, right? And I see, you know, I see a lot of uh, under construction properties driving around town, and like there's usually a, a, you know, a real estate agent with their with their face on there and their number. Call me. What What are you What are you building there?
1: Yeah, it's a lot of friction, and I need yeah. to talk to this. People don't almost want to talk to anybody yeah, on the phone. Want, like I just want to go. Yeah. Scan the QR reason, code and yeah, look at it. Give me a reason it. to talk to you.
0: Give me a reason to talk to you. Um. So those those that's those are the conversations I'm having with a lot of uh, real estate agents who are selling new new construction is that they're the middleman, right? I have to convince the agent who then has to convince the developer to make the investment in virtual reality, and it's always broken telephone. So, a lot of a lot of agents that I bring into my studio to 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 go over these uh, VR uh, technologies, the subject of conversation is what does this mean? What is what is Okay, what what does real-time rendering mean? What's a panoramic tour? What is a interactive uh, experience. What is a, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's a lot of different deliverables. And I think once you, once you wrap your head around it, then you know where those, where those things go, right? Right now we have uh, developers, only the, high, only the biggest developments are doing social media advertising with renderings right now. And it doesn't have to be that way. Even a small developer can do it. Right now, like the read at South Bank, which is being built by Lendlease, they're running ads, right? And they're not they're not moving ready. It's it's going to be delivered, you know, much farther down the line, but they're still running campaigns, they're still generating leads, they're still generating, you know, they're still doing virtual tours. They've partnered with another VR firm that has built out all of their apartment units in VR so that so that their leasing agents can tour with clients in virtual reality, see the completed model unit way before it's even complete and get a, a nice, and bank up all of these potential renters. Right, You know what I'm saying? Um, that's the name of the game now. And I think in the future, a lot of small developers will have access to that technology. That's what we're actively working on right now. We're working on small, mid-rise buildings who wanna create VR experiences. So I think what that means for us is potentially having a showroom um, that's completely metaverse, in the sense that you can come in and we have developments all over the world that you can tour, um, and not have to buy a plane ticket, not have to buy a get an Uber or anything like that. It's all in one in one space,
1: right? Yeah, yeah it's very interesting, very exciting. Yeah. So cool. Let's let's leave it there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, well done, Stephen. Thanks for being on. So then, how can people get in touch with you? I mean, people listening. I mean, they'll be whether it's today or they got something in the future. Yep. Um, they
0: can they can go to my website fullbarsmedia.com. dot um, Fill out the contact form that typically goes to me and my assistant and, you know, whatever the needs are, whether it's video, whether it's photo, whether it's virtual reality, Uh, but everything related to real estate marketing. That's kind of,
1: that's kind of my specialty. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks Thanks for joining us and we'll see you on the next episode. Cheers. If you learned something from today's show, please leave a review and hit that subscribe button on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your podcast. Dive deeper into real estate investing on Brenneman Capital's website, Brenneman.com, where we have numerous free resources and information that can help both active and passive real estate investors. Accredited investors can also get started today as a passive investor in our multifamily investment opportunities by hitting the invest now button on our website. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of Drew Brenneman and guests as of the date of recording and do not purport to reflect the views or opinions of Rise
0: Invest Holdings LLC and its subsidiaries. The views and opinions are provided for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon or deemed as investment or tax advice or an offer to buy or sell securities. And the speaker cannot be held responsible for any direct or incidental
1: loss incurred by applying any of the information offered.